0: thirty plus other angels to get to just to get to a million dollars. And then he came in with the final like half a million and we got like that first one and a half race.
1: Very cool. Yeah.
0: Welcome to the intro, no need for introductions All about the world, and the world what we discussing. Where every single thought that we had came for something. So it's funny that we made it when we started here with nothing. Gotta open up your mind just to find out why When you lost inside the dark, you gotta turn on the light And no matter what you do, you never run from a fight Because we fightin' to be better and that's why we strive
1: Hi, I'm Corey McCain CEO of WeStrive, the number one platform for personal trainers, gym owners, and coaches to both manage and scale their business. I'm your host for Why We Strive, where every Tuesday I sit down with some of the most incredible tech founders, investors, and creatives to find out how, when, where, and why they strive. Be sure you tune in every single Tuesday and check us out at whywestrive.com for more info. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Neil, it's awesome to finally meet you. Yeah. Uh, I think, do we meet over Twitter or LinkedIn? I think it's been Twitter many years ago. Twitter, so long ago. Um, well, you're the founder of multiple startups, um, one of them being one that I've used for a very long time called uh, Labdoor. I literally use it probably once every six weeks, I think. To, <laughs> and I tell all my friends about it. Nice. I have buddies text me, like, hey, I'm on Labdoor. What's your favorite pre workout? Like, and I'm talking about for years, so you created an awesome startup, um, and now you're working on your new venture, Utopic, um, and uh, if you want to just introduce yourself really quick, we can kind of go from there.
0: Yeah, so Neil Thander, born and raised in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, came up to Michigan to go to U of M, uh, met my now wife there, nice. uh, molecular biology and business degrees at Michigan. Uh, 2010, uh, the year is important because... Um, so my dad had run testing labs my whole life, PhD chemist, Hmm. uh, when I was two years old, he quit his job in like an oil and gas company and he started his own lab. So like one person testing lab in 1990. Okay. Wow. Um, Like I used to like go to the lab with him. Like when I was like, when me and my brother were, um, younger, like we played roller hockey, like there was like a big space where like the lab was like one or two rooms and it was he had gotten Mm. space to expand and so we'd like play hockey in the open space wait wait, what was he testing in there so this was like um like pharmaceuticals and supplements and all these cosmetics like so he did the kind of classic laboratory testing business Mm. which is uh, b2b services so it's like Mm. a company has um any sort of quality control issue and you like (laughs) you have to fix it for them Mm, and so there's a lot of labs that do kind of routine quality control and what my dad had figured out was a specialty of doing, kind of the specialty work, where so mm-hmm. uh, the, if you're kind of, it, something has gone very wrong, like some product has failed horribly, we'd mm-hmm. actually be able to, they'd be able to kind of reverse engineer it and figure out why.
1: Oh, very cool. Okay. Great.
0: And so he'd basically done all this work and he'd figured out, he kind of expanded, he'd raised money, um, not from VCs, but from, uh, from a bank. Uh, and oh, so, oh, the OG
1: fundraise. Yeah, yeah. right. Oh, wow, and so okay. he'd gone
0: and raised yeah. $24 million in Bank of America mm-hmm. financing um, and then had built all these businesses up over the years, um, kind of $100 million plus in value. And then in the 2008 recession, uh, he basically had two bad quarters and Bank of America took the business and well, essentially foreclosed geez,
1: it. Jeez, that's terrible.
0: And so in like the 2008, like end of 2008 to like uh, early 2010, mm-hmm. my dad's basically fighting this and he gets the to basically like an even, even settlement. So the, the mm-hmm. company gets sold for $25 million mm, gotcha. when it uh, you know was worth $100 million a year earlier. Mm. And the you know, 25 was important because of the 24 that Bank of America wanted to get back, right? Oh, uh, nice. Um, and so then after that, you've got, um, we're basically kind of like, Back to the beginning. After mm-hmm. kind of my dad's twenty plus year career, he and I would talk a lot. I would just like pace the halls of uh, like the school library, like outside of it, like talking to him about like what do we do next, like what's the next thing. Mm-hmm. So we actually started a testing lab, Ave together. And so he moved up to Ann Arbor. We started just like a two person testing lab, just like he mm-hmm. did in nineteen ninety. Uh, and you know, twenty years later we, we just like we the two of us started we 'd go back and forth he would he 'd be on the phone i 'd be in the lab or vice versa right and we just like figured out you know two years later it was fourteen people um, it was kind of profitable and kind of I felt like he was back on track and was like ready mm-hmm. to do what he wanted to do and that was in twenty twelve where I applied to this competition um like startup america competition mm-hmm. um, and that 's actually where I met mark Cuban right? yeah and so it was that i it was that because Avamine won an award, where we like won... It, I was, what
1: was it? How do you pronounce it? Avamine. Avamine. Okay. Yeah, so it
0: was okay. avamine.com. And so like we built that business up over many years. Uh, but what happened was, I um, yeah, applied to the startup competition. I won a, like the single ticket to the Super Bowl. Um, you Like a literal? Like, like a literal ticket to, oh, the, Super like cool. nice. to, to the Super Bowl. Oh, very cool. I to go to Super Bowl. Oh, that's
1: like, sick. Wait, who was playing that year?
0: It was 2012 was Patriots Giants.
1: Ooh, that's so, a good was, one. That's a good that's one. one. Nice. Okay. Yeah, so
0: it was like we got. I got to meet a lot of other CEOs also. So like... Uh, Kevin Plank, the founder of Under Armour, mm, and like all these other cool. really cool people. Nice. Um, and, but Mark, the meeting I had with Mark Cuban was really cool because he specifically asked me. He's like, "This like lab business is really cool, but like, do you have to work for the for the businesses? Like, is there any other way you could work? Could you work for the people? Mm-hmm. Right? Could you like break this out and work for the people?" Gotcha. And I was like, I hadn't really thought about that. I think it's like a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so I just kind of like sat and thought about it. And when I, um, I kind of went back home to Ann Arbor, I was like. It just stuck in my head, and basically, like mm-hmm. three months later, I had like the idea for Labdoor, the name, the like started sketching up ideas. Mm-hmm. Someone I had met in in Indianapolis, a couple of guys who were in that same competition, mm-hmm. basically, asked them to work with me on it. Tried to like hire them, and then
1: we became co-founders. Very cool. And so then the three of us created Labdoor. Very cool, and so. We got the origin story down now, What what is Labdor? So yeah, so Labdor is
0: like an independent alternative to the FDA, so we test vitamins, supplements, CBD, uh, we're working on dog food testing now.
1: Nice, very right? cool. So
0: pet products, uh, cosmetics, anything that affects your health or your family's health mm-hmm. should be tested with purity and accuracy, right? Yeah. So it's like the purity is heavy metals, um, it also is important in food and in supplements, uh, you're looking at uh, pesticides, you're looking at in cosmetics, you're looking at like mold and bacteria mm-hmm. and like all these other factors that you don't, know, that like in the lab we see all the time. Like that's what quality mm-hmm. control is all about. And there's like products pass and fail all the time and you never know about it mm-hmm. until there's some like massive recall. That's on Of course,
1: yeah. people like people like die in Afghanistan from pre-workout and you're yeah. like, oh, well, no one checked that. Got no it. one checked okay. that. Or like,
0: yeah. and yeah. it's like now, the, it, it's and, it, and then just like they change the formula, they change the name, they like, right? It's this kind of like a whack a multi type process. Mm-hmm. And so is the watchdog, right? To just like cool. keep checking, keep chasing that. Um, mm-hmm. And it's getting better, right? So it's like, I think pre-workouts where we're seeing like a cleaner market I think mm-hmm. than before. Certain things like fish oil probiotics are just like there's a inherent risk to, like natural products going bad. Oh, gotcha, okay. I right.
1: so like, no, I have some fish oil in my, my cabinet that I've had there yeah, for a while. Is that thing I should like, think about? Like? Yeah, I mean, if, again,
0: if you bought off of Labdoor, we test the, the those products, right? So we're testing I did them. buy it off Labdoor, so we're good to go, you're good we're good to, to go. Uh, so I think those are the types of things. It's just figuring out the like, certain brands do have higher quality fish oil, mm-hmm. and some actually the fish oil has gone around like well before the expiration date oh and, so gross and so we figure. so that's the reason why Labdoor exists is to test those products before you take them before you buy them mm-hmm. uh, and so then you go to labdoor.com we've done all the testing on a thousand plus products it's mm. the site's free if you click if you go through our rankings and reviews and click on one of the like Buy from uh, buy online. We've tried to f- send you directly to that company whenever possible now. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, if not, we'll send you to Amazon or mm-hmm. uh, one of the top other retailers, uh, and we get a commission on those sales.
1: Yeah, very cool. I think the last time I had you on my podcast, like three years ago, yeah, we talked about like the difference between like sometimes Amazon will offer more, sometimes they won't, but you always yeah. try and push to the actual, like the original website. Yeah, um, what I think is really cool with you guys is after I interviewed you, I mean, I, of course, I kept buying your products on like, um, you know, Labdoor. And then one day I was I had that top of my fridge and I looked and I went to go grab the bottle and I realized it said certified by Labdoor on yep. the on the the um, container and I was like what That's so cool, so it, it just kind of shows that like you guys are so legitimate and have such a high quality um, like review score that like people that are. Asking you to review it, are then like okay, everyone like we want this Labdoor like seal seal of approval basically. Yeah. Um. So I thought that was really cool. What? How did you guys get started with that though? Like, are you you're you like call C four up? You're like, hey, we're gonna test your product out, or like, like what are the initial steps when you start Labdoor?
0: So with uh, Labdoor certification is really the like oldest version of the business. So like, mm-hmm. it, um. It, there's these companies like UL, NSF, USP, these hundred-year-old plus companies. Mm-hmm. Actually, there's more. I think six of the top ten companies are in Europe, and the average age, mm-hmm. I at some point looked up, was one hundred like twenty plus years old. Damn. Yeah, okay. Right. Nice. And so those like three, two three-digit things that are on a lot of the other certifications, mm-hmm. like probably on this table, there is like somehow certified. Mm-hmm. Um, that business is is what we'd love to fix, right? Because mm-hmm. I think that those things. I mean, you the, the
1: the certification before you get to it. Yeah, like
0: yeah, you like you're like we shouldn't have to do this. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. there should be this like whoever is that official brand yeah. that like makes that certification. Like Labdoor could be that certification for mm, more and more. Gotcha. Products, okay. Right, and so like supplements is one of them where we could do that, and then we can because we can be much more precise and transparent with our certification. Mm-hmm. And so if you generally see a. Uh, a, a UL certification on a table—you don't know like what that means. Like, oh, for there's, sure. There's yeah. like no. There's like no way to check that. Especially like, the
1: like, common person. Just yeah. like there's uh, no rankings. Yeah, it's like, yeah. There's nothing else.
0: <laughs> there's just literally those letters, and you're so, you assume that's good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like just like anything else in lab it's Like we could solve that that certification mm. problem too. Is, uh, is like now we can test more precisely for it. even like in CBD products, we could test for mm. is it truly THC free. Right. So mm. it's like, um, legally anything under 0.3% THC is, um, is legal CBD. Uh, mm. you can sell it as CBD, but like if you're an athlete or like you get drug tested anyway, like 0.3% isn't good enough. Like you want like mm, below 0.0, 0.0, right. Yeah. Um, and so that we can do, we can actually certify products THC free. Mm-hmm. And so for a company like uh, Garden of Life, which is like a very reputable mm. supplement company that's like trying to get into the CBD industry, mm. they they came to us and they wanted to certify all their CBD products as THC-free cool. with Labdor because it's, it's like an, that extra level, and that includes like athletes are a big one, so mm-hmm. it's like we can test pre-workouts for all of the banned substances. And then
1: that's the did, last. did an athlete come to you and ask you to do that or you already have done it. So it would be the
0: company usually has um, athlete endorsers. Mm, gotcha. Okay. And so they, it, that's like, it, that's either part of the deal or that's like part mm. of the marketing plan. Is mm. that like we're going to be working with athletes? We want to make sure that this product is lab or tested for sport. Gotcha. Right. Okay. So all of these types of things, we're working to make sure we get it right.
1: Are all your lab staff just like jacked? Just, <laughs> they're just, they're just like taking C four every day, like, like. We a- did have
0: we have a, had a gym in the in the original like lab building. Oh, cool. Um, so it's probably more better than usual uh, <laughs> yeah, than yeah. The usual lab, but uh, yeah. it, not as much of a focus. It's also uh, one of the things that's interesting about lab is that it, it thinks like when we thought about it, we also thought about it as like, it's mostly like a, designed like a Silicon Valley tech startup mm. where like a lab is one, like one extra division.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha, right? gotcha. Gotcha. Um,
0: and so we almost had like two product, like we had like the product, mm. which is the website and like the product, which is the lab. And like, mm. those are two, those are like a two different, it added a little bit of a layer of complexity, especially mm. when, like when in our seed round and things we would be like outsourcing to labs and different things. Mm, gotcha. And so we tried to, be creative with it, but it just it added an extra layer of
1: complexity to the usual startup. Cool. So and then um, I forgot where we're at. But uh, yeah. So basically, at, at what point does um Mark come into the equation? So like he he gives you he's like it doesn't give you the idea, but he's like you guys should go to B 2 C. Yeah. Does he just like write an angel check right there, or like does he follow you guys up later? Like what's now? Yeah. So he just
0: told us. Uh, he just
1: gave me his like email and was like, "If
0: you ever figure out this idea, let me know."
1: Oh, nice! and He's so good at checking emails. it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's absolutely insane. <laughs> it's <laughs> like,
0: nuts, um, and I love that about him. Yeah. I think it's like I think just like the his hustle continues to this day. Oh yeah, right? of course, right? Of course, yeah, yeah, it's is yeah. awesome. Um, and so I think what we figured out was um, so that was like February 2012. By like May, I we've basically like got the three-person team together, mm-hmm. wireframes, different things. Um, kind of do a sprint, like a first iteration um, mm-hmm. by kind of the fall, get into uh, Rock Health, which is in San Francisco, uh, a digital health accelerator, oh, which, cool. came, which kind of found us actually through Angelus. So we just like had put up an Angelus profile, had like uh, hustled to try to raise money mm-hmm. in kind of around Ann Arbor, Indianapolis, where my co founders were from. And it was just tough, right? And so it was like, we got this first like 100K externally that like included like move to San Francisco, Mm. right? So
1: basically that's gone already, right? (laughs) including paying for rent and everything. So,
0: I mean, we did it as tight as possible. So we literally, we all moved. Um, It was, they had a Chinatown uh, office. Mm. We also stayed in Chinatown or like the edge of Chinatown. Um, it was, it was rough, uh, <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, but we enjoyed it. I mean, like we just like hustled, we were in that office all the time and we found a way to kind of be, uh, kind of build up first, um, kind of, we were live by November and kind of pitched him again and said like, Hey, um, the site's up. There's like a hundred products that we had done just A through F rankings on. It was kind of like a really basic uh, concept. Um, and pitch him again. And it was just like all by email. Very quickly we got the first like the first two hundred and fifty K.
1: That's so cool yeah. how he works like that. I love yeah. it. He's like, oh, sick, done. <laughs> it was just like an email thread, right? Uh, that was it. Uh, and so and, crazy. and we thought that was I thought
0: that was like it. Like he even like it was his like convertible note terms. We had like one point five million we could raise mm. and then it was just it was really tough. It like was just a hustle to try to raise and so we mm-hmm. ended up raising from like 30 plus other angels to get to, just to get to a million dollars. Mm. And then he came in with
1: the final like half a million and we got like that first one and a half raise. Very cool. Yeah. Wait, so did you guys make this company based off him saying you should do it knowing that you'd get his investment? Or did you did you also to go home and be like, that's actually a really good idea and like want to build it?
0: I think the the idea of the like, that this data would be valuable, I think we saw it, even Cuban and I saw it in different ways and I think mm. we're still trying to capture all of the value. So I think mm. sort of, we kind of both saw certifications as as a value because it's um, it's just like the oldest industry in this kind of space yeah. um, The difference is like there's the val how else can the data be valuable so like the data mm-hmm. can be valuable you could like sell the data itself, which mm-hmm. is actually one of the things that Mark was interested in is like. Can you, is there a way to like sell that like as investment data or like other kinds mm. of things? Um, and then I was always very uh, interested in the, the like consumer application of the data. It's like, the, like how, what I use it for. What do you use it for? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, like, the like rankings and grades yeah. and like how can it like change e commerce and yeah. like a marketplace? Yeah. And so basically, between those two things, we we're trying to figure out, um, we're just, I think it's like with Labdoor, it's like we've gotten to a, it's a 10 year old company now, mm. right? And I think we've kind of hit. We've done all of those things. Like we have mm-hmm. certifications, we have a marketplace, we have and so I think this, now it's about kind of like how do you go from t- a thousand products to ten thousand to one hundred mm-hmm. thousand. Right? It's like th- we need to kind of scale the same thing or the same business out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of one way in which it, it didn't scale like a Silicon Valley company. It was gotcha. like not
1: user generated content. It's uh, you have it's to manually generated. like go test and yeah. like yeah yeah. Wait and, and, but speaking of that, the first hundred that you guys got in the door. Yeah. Was that? Did you talk to those companies, or were you like, we're just gonna go buy hundred supplements? We're gonna review them. No, we did like,
0: and we even just tried to hit all the like top brands and so. Of course, like, yeah, Red Bull and fiber energy. Like we were just yeah. like trying to like. Like you go to the gas station buy Red Bull, <laughs>
1: then you're like reviewing Red Bull. Like, yeah, what? we really like.
0: We went to stores. We went like there was a time where we went all over San Francisco like trying to find. Like,
1: so cool. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome, man. And how did you guys grow initially? Was it like word of mouth, like people like me just like tweeting about it, or like what what was the growth method? So we so when we were in Rock Health, we actually kind of built up
0: to like an official v1 launch uh and rock health helped us like uh, kind of kind of launch it with press mm. and so we kind of we did that and then we had uh we also then like also made sure that of the 100 the first 50 like 50 of them were p- all protein powders mm, cool and so then we did like the we eventually figured out the first rankings and so like there were, it was basically like, those two things were the uh so we had like the, the very initial like v1 launch and then mm-hmm. like almost a, it was almost like a year later we like repackaged the whole thing from grades to rankings. Very cool. And then, uh, and then, like then, uh, we started posting on Reddit, like and just like asking questions. Mm. Um, so Reddit's been like, it's like one of my favorite, but it's just like a tough site. I think there's mm-hmm. like always there's something interesting about like when someone like Labdor like comes in and just like we're gonna try to like clean up the industry and like try to do things the right way. There's almost this like natural skepticism of like
1: oh reddit will tear you apart right? yeah they're just like why <laughs> yeah. like
0: who decided that you're the boss and like yeah. whatever you know it's like well it's like no one was doing it so we like showed up and decided to do it nice. right uh but it was like that's the that challenge mm-hmm. of reddit of like constantly coming in and answering and just being like we're just like we're trying to make this like as valuable and viable of a business as possible mm-hmm. because that means like we're constantly throwing the money back into the business like we've never yeah. taken like distributions on the business or anything it's like you're constantly mm-hmm. like throwing money back in the business trying to test more products, like, expand mm-hmm. more categories. And so that's that's really what the Labdoor focus will always be. Do,
1: do you guys have a strong, uh, like, uh, retention? Like, like how many people like myself do you guys have that are coming back month month? I mean, like, at least a couple times a year buying products from you guys.
0: I think that's years. one of the things that's harder about Labdoor is I think there's probably a lot of, like, memory, right? It's like, mm-hmm. so I think there's all, It's all memory. It's, it's all exactly, memory, yeah. Exactly,
1: yeah, yeah. That's and the, so
0: you have that. I think with Labdoor, you have... It would be great if you had, like, a bigger like what you'd call like a basket size in e-commerce, it's just like mm. more companies, more people that, like you, more reasons to go to Labdoor, And mm. so it's like, if we also like, like had de-order tested by like Labdoor, like you might like, either like more reasons. Like you
1: go there for anything you're buying and then that's what you're, you get tested, yeah. Yeah, okay. right, and so the, the like,
0: the the breadth of the categories, I think would help that a lot. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's also like, I mean, I still use Labdoor frequently too, right? It's yeah. like, because it's like every time you like, there's always like some random supplement where you're like, oh, like, should I try this or should I try that? Mm-hmm. And so figuring out the, so I think that like as a utility, it's like it's super important. There's, mm-hmm. so, there's this idea of uh, there's some sense of which like that part of the work is done, uh, mm-hmm. which I think is important. And then now it's like we're still trying to figure out the, like what's the like true total value of Labdoor, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, is it like are we gonna stay independent forever? Or are we gonna like? Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of a next step kind of thing. Uh, uh, I would love to see us uh, kind of continue to kind of drive this testing for mm-hmm. you know decades, right?
1: And, and are you guys still affiliated? Like, does Mark still, like, you guys have once a month, like, what's going on? Like, or like, is has it, is it been so long that you're kind of like, you know, is, it, is what it is kind of a thing or what? So we
0: still do investor update emails to every investor. It, so it's like no. 60 plus investors. Um, and Mark actually answers those like, more frequently than almost any other, I think number, he should be number one on that is, list.
1: Is he just kind of, like, nice, or does he, like, give, like, a full paragraph, like? Uh, usually it's
0: just, like, a, a one-two census. Sometimes is it? it's just, like, I remember, like, the, like, the most killer one was uh, very, very early on, uh, probably my second or third one, I sent a, like, long, like, essay-long uh, investor update email mm-hmm. trying to... And he just wrote back
1: MRR question <laughs> mark.
0: <laughs> nice. That was what I knew. Just I get like, to the point. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, okay, really Got it.
1: How how long are your updates now? Mine are about like like two paragraphs, maybe three, and then like bullet points. A couple. Of so points.
0: I I always do a summary where it's like like one two three. It's like a one sentence each. One two three summary, mm, and gotcha. then it's like three paragraphs that are those three points. Okay, so we
1: do the same thing, but just in reverse. Yeah. I sh- I should do that. Because they see the bullet points at first. Yeah. Very smart. I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to remember this. I'm going to start doing that. Um, how many users have you guys had? Like, um, do, you, do you have like, oh, we hit our 10 millionth user. Like, do, what, do you guys track that kind of data? Or is that more like...
0: So we hit 20 plus million earlier this year. Very um, cool. So, so I Wait, think for the year
1: cumulatively? Cumulatively. Okay, yeah. cool. So yeah. I
0: think we've been pulling through. But I think it's, it's been 5 plus million a year. We're really doing well. It's like continuing to grow. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. what we're just trying to figure out is... How do we get next uh, kind of that next sale? So like, what's mm-hmm. in, what are the what's in the other categories that we can go to, and then it kind of just generally for me
1: like we were mm-hmm. saying is
0: like, uh, what are the like what are the other solutions that are like this that mm-hmm. I can help create?
1: Dude, I just realized my my good friends I had on my original podcast they run like the world's might be maybe the world's if not like top three uh, biggest pet CBD companies. Okay, do you guys? Does that matter to you guys? I don't know. We'll,
0: we will probably in
1: the next year or two get into that. I'm gonna so send an intro. Okay, yeah, there we go. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so let's get to U- utop. It's pronounced utopic, right? Utopic. Okay, I was like, I don't know how I'd <laughs> that, that, I would butcher that. So what is utopic? Like uh, on the website, you have uh, utopic studio, utopic live, utopic show, and then utopic club, and then more. So yeah. Like what? What are, what are we doing here? What are we yeah. Doing? So
0: I want to create uh, like the company I work at for the rest of my life. So mm-hmm. it's like the like Edison's lab, like. The Disney, like, mm-hmm. when, like, if you ever seen, like, it, uh, Disney's, like, the drawing that he created of, like, all the different businesses he wanted, mm-hmm, yeah. like, that would be, like, utopic for me. Uh, and so I think they, like, it's like, utopic studio would be, like, an incubator that I'd love to build to, like, to build, build more startups. Like, mm-hmm. I have, like, a ton of startup ideas and I'd love to build them. Very cool. Uh, uh utopic ventures would be, like, a pre seed fund to, inv- to mm-hmm. invest in scientific moonshots, right? And Very so, just, cool. like, really try to. Yeah, hundred thousand dollar first checks like really help pe- people from that idea stage mm-hmm. like si- prove that those like scientists can be elite founders. Like
1: hundred k, and then you bring them into your your like your lab or something like that, your fold or what, what, what somehow. Yeah, that? so it's
0: either me personally like I really always take I take the inspiration from like two thousand five Paul Graham like starting my C and like it, like that used that was like ten. That was 10, 20k checks at the time. And mm-hmm. he was, like, cooking them dinner and, like, was, like, act- it was, like, <laughs> yeah, it, it was that's really cool. deep, you know? It's, yeah. like, that's the level at which I, w- I, I would, would love to get to. So even, like, you know, a 5 million pre-seed fund, like, I could do, you know, f- at least 4 or 5 years of, like, of a, of a program like that. Very yeah, cool. So, so that would be something I'd love to do. I'd love to, you know, events, show like, mm-hmm. uh, podcasts. And like, because I, I'm also writing this book, the world's biggest problems, right? Cool. Um, and so I've been the what I consider the twenty biggest problems, hundred biggest solutions, and mm. I think of Labdoor as like a decentralized FDA, like an independent FDA, oh, for sure, yeah, as yeah. like one of the solutions, right? And it's like almost like kind of like checked one of those oh, things off cool. this, yeah, yeah. but like one kind of VC is kind of a cool way to. You know, could I do forty in one fund, do forty or fifty those, and then like how many funds could I do? Where, hmm. uh, you know, could I actually fund hundreds of these potential solutions over my life?
1: And are those like, you know, like environmental and that kind of stuff, or is it more just like, you know, cool startups that you're trying to back? Like, what what is the what is the? I mean, I know it's something that you want to do, like to. To like just create this like utopia of or you, oh there oh yeah there you go, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that works out uh, utopia of like startups that you've built but is is yeah. it is it like for the world or is it like for to just make this empire like what's the end goal I guess yeah so I think solve the world
0: it solve the world's biggest problem so I like, I don't really so like I love this idea of like the like Jay Z mogul kind of thing is is like, yeah, yeah. cool but I think like if money is like money's not the like end result like mm-hmm. to me it's like the it's more of like influence or impact, right? Um, and so it's like the reason why you solve the world's biggest problems is like the, to so like maximally make the world better mm-hmm. in my lifetime. Uh, and so it's like an effective altruism is like a, is like a cool movement that I think is getting more and more popularity now. What was the movement, sorry? Effective Altruism. Okay. And so it's a new book. Yeah, so it's <laughs> a new book uh, come out, like what we owe the future. And it's like this idea of uh, William McCaskill and uh, it's kind of, he kind of has like helped create a movement like this. Um, like he was on like uh, daily show and stuff recently Uh, but it's like so it's like just now breaking out into a little bit mainstream but the Mm. idea has been like just like you work like not to like maximize cash but to like maximize impact essentially like like how can you help the most people like do Mm -hmm. the most good over the time Um, and I think that there's this like these like lanes these like four lanes right there's like this the like business lane, uh, like this finance lane for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Media, I think, what what yeah, you do very well. Here we are, right here. Yeah, right. we're here. We're doing media, <laughs> right. and then and then <clears> politics <throat> right, is like the like mm-hmm. the final frontier. And I think it's like if you can really do those four things, those are like true mogul moves, right? Yep. Like you know, that's the true range. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm trying to figure out how to like how to play in all four of those ranges at the same time. Cool. And so I think VC is the like my way to get like deep into venture. And if like, if I was going to do finance, I would go earliest stage like Hmm. work directly with scientific founders
1: no I I mean I, I think that's the most fun stage too like Ideally, my company will go well. I'll end up investing, but like I, I would never want to put in like a Series A check. Like it's like yeah. I don't care, dude. What are you? <laughs> you're oh, a different you, business. You went from ten dude. to fifty million. Awesome. Like yeah. what? About, what am I gonna do? Like you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's also I, like
0: a picking business versus like a coaching business. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're yeah, you're picking the NBA draft, not helping like a high school kid. Like exactly. That <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, so so now you. Uh, are not, well, you were CEO, of course, you're the founder, and then now you're the president of the board, or chairman of the board? Chairman, yeah. Okay, so does that mean you move someone else into CEO? Or yeah, like... so Raphael, okay.
0: our, who was our original co-founder and CMO, is now our CEO. Okay. Um, and he's been doing a great job with the last year plus. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, and Elton is still our CTO, and he also is, like, kind of, like, our COO as well. He, like, he, oh, had, cool. he's kind of, like, floated into many, like, all of the other roles that we've had um, in the leadership. Um, and so we've had kind of this... Um, So the the two of them are really focused on day-to-day right now and then uh, what I would consider like special projects for me so it's like uh, if we're going to try to buy a lab or or try to uh, roll up the business and try to like uh, get deeper into certifications and Mm -hmm. like maybe like partner or like acquire another certification company or like kind of expand into other spaces like Mm -hmm. anything that's like what I would consider a special project goes to me Mm
1: -hmm. Um, and then anything that uh, his day to day stuff. And at what point did you decide that it was time for you to like step down, like we want to focus on other things? or Was it like, like, oh, we're already doing this much revenue, like, uh, you know, I'm I'm gonna move on to my next thing, or like, was it like one day you woke up, or like, what was the what was the reason? I think it was like there was a bunch of factors. So I think it like I had so
0: I have two kids, five and three now, mm-hmm. and so it was like end of 2020. I felt like um, so I had moved back to Michigan and mm-hmm. we had like on remote, and I think that there, there was a sense that like. I, on a day-to-day basis, was, like, uh, more replaceable. Like, the job I was doing was mm. not, like, uh, stretching the business as much as it used to. We, we One, we were not, uh, we were profitable, so we weren't fundraising anymore. And, like, fundraising was, like, one of my big jobs. Uh, mm. Then, like, job number two had been, uh, like, I had a lot there was, like, a lot of product work. It was, like, uh, like designing the website, designing the apps and all these different things. So I was, like kind of had come to like a kind of stability point where we're like, mm. like mm. engineering was like, was like maintaining more than building these things. Gotcha. Um, and but yeah, as, like
1: you don't yeah. need to make another like ranking system. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> ranked. Like... Yeah, it's like,
0: we're at, we had like a V3 ranking that came out recently, but yeah, we're, we're kind of getting into finer and finer tune editing. Cool. And it's now also like uh, other people are very like, like there's a, now a team that does that. Uh, mm. And so now it's like, so I felt, so that was, I was feeling antsy about that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to take some time off started writing, um and so I think that's where the like world's biggest problems came up. Mm -hmm. And I'd always had this idea of like I think for i the Edison's lab had always fascinated me since I was Mm -hmm. a little kid. Um like I read about like uh Edison's like teenage, like he like dropped out of school and like uh worked on a train and he was like doing chemistry experiments while he was on the train and then like he figures out this like arbitrage with like um, you know, like, things are cheaper in cities than in small towns, and so he, like, buys things in cities and, like, puts them on the train and sells them to small towns. And stuff, oh, like, a little cool. entrepreneur. This on is Thomas stuff. Edison, right? Yeah, Thomas okay, so maybe, yeah,
1: I was like, maybe it's a different Edison. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. to yeah. got your Yeah, like... so,
0: and so then, like, when he actually gets to, like, his 30s, um, he, like, has his first two inventions, and in the first one, the phonograph, becomes really successful, and then, like, by 34, he's, like, got his lab, and he's got money, and he's, like, able to, like, kind of, like become this like mass producer of inventions
1: he made the photograph at like 30 it was yeah
0: it was like and he had been working since like he probably like 15 was like on this train like that's insane right so he he had been like by 20 he was like really like in this invention but then he did like a 10 plus year Mm -hmm. like he hadn't quite figured it out and then the phonograph with like the like recording device like the voice recording device became like a b2b application it's like his people figured out that like if someone needs to like like, a boss in New York needs to send, like, uh, information to, like, the Pittsburgh factory. Like, you want the boss's voice to, like, tell send that message. Mm, gotcha. And so, like, it's, like, a voice recorder for, like, those types of things. Mm. That's actually where... And that was the initial, like, commercial application, which causes them to, like, have the money to make the lab. Gotcha. And so, it's, like, th- there's many ways to do that. And, like, mm. so that's, like, that was my initial inspiration. was, like, I'd love to make, like, the, like, Edison's Lab Disney, like, the, like, that... Like, that for me. Like, how would I build that around myself? And then, yeah, Utopic is, like, where are we going? Like, is like, how can we make the world a better place?
1: So cool, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited about all that stuff, dude. I'm excited to see your little theme park you got going. (laughs) Uh, It's going to be fun. I'm going to move. What's the first step you take with this? Are you, like, you're, like, we're buying... Disney World land type thing to get started or like are you just going to find one company, invest in it and start from there? Like what's your kind of plan I guess going forward?
0: Yeah, so I think the VC fund I think is first and so I'm actually working on that now. So there's a program called VC Lab uh, that I'm kind of right in the middle of right now.
1: Is is that like an accelerator for becoming a VC? Yeah, essentially. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like YC for VC. Too, easy, like too easy, too
0: easy. Too easy. Yeah. Um, there's a YC for everything now. That's like <laughs> what I'd love to see. Like I'd love to see that. And it's like almost this like YC for science is almost like kind of what mm. I'm looking at trying to do here with Utopic cool. Ventures. So I think that's first. I think if I can get that right, then I'd love to like make it more physical and make it like go to the incubator second right? mm. and like go earlier. Um, and even, like, and, and deeper into the into the actual real science work. Um, so those are the first two. And then um, events and, like, show would be next. So I'd, like, love to get deeper, interview more scientists on, like, what are the world's biggest problems? What are the best potential solutions? Mm-hmm. Um, do events where, like, people actually pitch their, like, instead of pitching their, like, business, like, pitch your, like, ut- utopic solutions. Like. Mm, cool. So, like, uh, that's, like, in all of these cases, I think that there is this, like, I think there's this, like, overall idea that people want to be more ambitious than just mm-hmm. money. It's, like, yeah. like, why am I... I'm not, like... Because, like, money doesn't convert... Well, it, like, converts into, like, like diamonds and, like... Mm-hmm. Money, like, it doesn't convert into, like, uh, into impact as efficiently as you'd want it to necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like, I think even billionaires, like, donate a ton of money to charity and feel like I don't know where it necessarily went, mm-hmm. right? Versus, like, I think you can, like, spend spend or raise millions or, of dollars and, mm-hmm. like, but if you, like... Directly spending like hundred k at a time with scientists, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's a completely different level of impact. One hundred percent. Yeah, so that's what I'm I'm trying to get as deep into that that kind of structure around me to where I can impact as many people as possible.
1: Dude, let me introduce you guys. I I just had the founder of Do you have free water by chance? No, I don't. So they're. um, we can delete this from the podcast, but like, uh, oh, actually, right, right there. Actually, uh-huh. the, yeah. those, those cans. So yeah, that, yeah. it says P Terry's. It's a burger joint out here, and nice. then there's a the, the one of the right. Austin Pets Alive. It's like okay. they donated that. Okay. But so their their entire product is free. They give away. They go to events and they give hundreds of free bottles of water each event, nice. and then they donate like to wells in Africa and shit nice. like that. And it's all uh it's all free. So the and they, they actually make money on it. Nice. So they companies like P Terry's will pay. To be on the can. Nice. So, like, they're giving it all away for free. They're donating to Wells and they're making money. Nice. It's pretty cool, man. Very cool. So, and the, the founders, just like, like they had some viral TikToks. They're making so much money right now. It's nice. like, it, it's all free. Like, nice. it's, it's the crazy. So, I'll introduce you guys actually. Yeah. Because um, it's very, he's trying to do the same thing. He's trying to just make like a a better world, basically. Yeah. So, his goal is eventually to have like free Uber and free, yeah. like, like McDonald's and all like yeah. that kind of stuff. So, he's working on like a free grocery store right now. That's it's pretty, very it's cool. pretty cool. Very cool. Um. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see where that goes. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask you was, so you had Air to All. Yeah. And then Mark has Cost Plus Drugs. Yeah. Um, so obviously those are both like very much like helping the world in, in some capacity. Like, did you, were you in any capacity helpful with Cost Plus Drugs or was that his own little thing that he did? No, it was
0: actually another YC company.
1: Um, oh, so he, oh, cause he, he, he bought, he, he, invested, acquired, so. he
0: invested and then acquired, I think another, oh, gotcha, gotcha. but I think gotcha. that was an idea that he had had for years. Mm. Um, it, it's just, and it's, a, I think those are, it was, it's, um, a coincidence that those are very similar ideas Well, yeah, it's mm. almost like, um, we're, to, we're at, like, AirDoll is trying to do a similar thing for medical devices.
1: It's yeah. Almost, so can we go through AirDoll really quick? Yeah. So that clear. was just,
0: uh, truly like March, 2020 COVID hits, uh, I, it turned out at the time that I actually had COVID too in March of 2020 cause, nice. uh, and then it was like we were trying to figure out like how like we're not going to have enough of these like ventilators, respirators different things mm-hmm. like could you especially like the US might be able to solve the problem but like other countries won't mm-hmm. and so yeah. he's kind of just like wrote a blog post and just said said like how do we like invent more of these things as quickly as possible mm-hmm. and like 500 plus people signed up like volunteers and like oh, we kind cool. of like organized into these different groups and like it quickly I like, got into these like like a couple different ventilators and then a couple mm-hmm. different respirators and we basically like tried to figure out and invent what uh, is next for covid um gotcha. and, and while we were doing that we had tried to build like so we like made it a 5.1c3 organization like built a board for it um and so we got all that done in kind of 2020 2021 mm-hmm. and then we were kind of figuring out like what's next should we like keep doing medical devices get deeper into like actually like disrupting the whole medical device industry kind of thing mm-hmm. um or i think what I think was important for us was uh was like what's the most immediate impact that we could have mm, and so in 22 like early 22 with ukraine the um one of the, I saw a post uh, through YC, it was a Ukrainian YC founder who wanted to like find a way to get uh, medical supplies to someone that they knew in Ukraine, mm-hmm. and so we just figured, he, he was just posting, like he's like, does anyone know a nonprofit that could like help us do that? I was like, oh, yeah. er- Errol could definitely do that. Oh, cool, because uh, you had
1: the supply chains and everything set up? Like, so we what? had
0: like, we knew people in different countries, we had um, the 51c3 status, so we could like collect money immediately so like the day that we had that idea we could like start like the hard mm-hmm. part with erdogan was like it, it takes you like a year plus to get like a 5-1-c-3 application mm-hmm. gotcha. even with like lawyer like people were great like lawyers like we donated time to get us to be a 5-1-c-3 cool. like this whole set of things um made that possible but it's like still took a year plus so like when ukraine happened like we were able to like immediately jump on it and like we've done 12 or 13 shipments now so cool but, yeah and it's just like each each shipment is like a ton of like, of, you know, they're just like, they're tough stuff, they're tourniquets and they're like, truly life-saving medical devices. So excellence. cool. Um, well,
1: my, my dev team is actually based in uh, Lviv. Okay. Well, they were based in Kyiv, obviously okay. they're not there anymore. Um, and uh, yeah, they, they've, they've, they raised the money and then personally made like, 200 bulletproof vests nice. for Ukraine war, so they're like nice. shipping them out. This is really cool to watch them yeah. like they do that, and it's like yeah. save some soldiers' life so far. You know, it's like it's it's cool. So, anyways, yeah, it's yeah. mostly like, it's like just
0: a, it's a direct way to make that impact. I think that there's mm. something that I would love to do is like continue to to like help spin up these organizations. So it's like, mm. do I need to like? Does someone already have the idea? Can I f- help fund it? Mm-hmm. Um, a fund would be great for that. Is like if no one's done it before, maybe I can help spin it up. Mm-hmm. Right? There's just like uh, maybe it's like there's two people who would like love who are both working on the same idea and they like need to meet each other. So mm-hmm. like events might be cool for that. Like maybe we just need to like promote these people more, like a podcast would be great for that. Yeah. So I just like this idea of just like it's starting to all come together. Like mm-hmm. even the book, like the idea of the world's biggest problems mm-hmm. as like let's like kind of motivate people. It doesn't matter like uh, if everyone is like working on what we think is like the number one biggest problem. It's like, no, it's mm-hmm. like you're working on a hard problem that's on the list. Like mm-hmm. like Labor is like those are important. Like put like put points up on the board. Pick one of them. Pick exactly. Something exciting. Yeah, yeah. We'll get
1: there. We'll get there. Exactly. Yeah. We'll all work together. Well, when you start, I mean, I host events, so whenever yeah. you start, like, yeah. if you ever, especially if you want to do an event in Austin, yeah. like, dude, t- time and place. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'll find the place. But you tell me what time. <laughs> you tell me what time. Yeah. Um, and then podcast, I'll just I'll just drop you our exact like our itinerary that we bought, and then yeah. you can just be like, oh, I'll just buy these things. Yeah, yeah. So you'll see by the end of the podcast that yeah. this stuff works. So yeah. And yeah. there you go. Awesome. Um, very cool. So what what does the team look like? Uh, Actually, how many ventures do you have right now that you're working? We got Labdoor, we got Utopia. What else we got?
0: We've got Airdoll, and so those are like the. So I've been, uh the original business, has been sold. Okay. Oh, are um, nice. Yeah, that's so that's feeling that's good. That's feeling nice. good recently or what? No, there was two different exits. So there was a 2016 like uh, majority exit and then there was a mm. final exit in 2021. Very cool. Um, okay, good job. I, Like a bunch of things. Like my, so like, I had been doing angel investing. I got my first angel investing exit in 2021. So it's oh, like, do. Wait, wait,
1: what company was that?
0: Uh, Paystack which is a YC so. company from Nigeria in the 2016 batch. Wow, dude. So uh, had two exits already? So we're feeling good. Right, so... <laughs> Uh, but the hard part is like kind of just like kind of transitioning. Right? It's like mm-hmm. um, it, it's like in each of these cases, like I was I did very small angel checks, right? So mm. these things like I'm trying to scale up from you know ten thousand dollar angel checks to hundred k mm. first checks, right? Yeah. It's like how do how do I make that happen? You're like fuck, I should done. <laughs> yeah, I should <laughs> done the right. I should bigger okay. checks, right? <laughs> uh, but those are the types of things that you think about, uh, yeah. and it's just like how can I make a bigger impact, right? Mm. Um, and so it's like and and I think VC Lab's really cool about that idea too of. Uh, you know raise a smaller first fund and then you can always go raise a bigger second and third fund and mm-hmm. like just get in like get in the game right there's only like close to a thousand just over a thousand vC funds in the world mm-hmm. as far as I know right it's like a relatively niche like boutique business to mm-hmm. some extent and so once you get in that game you can go from the like one in the league hey like um, if your five million dollar fund has great returns, then you'll you'll get a second and third fund fund.
1: Mm-hmm. Wait, and then what? Um, do you mind saying what your return was on that ten k? Like, I mean, so like yeah. x wise, I guess. Yeah, it was like a twenty x return. Dude, nice. Yeah. But you're sitting there like, fuck. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Um, congrats, man. Wait, wait. So What, what is it, So how many people are on the Labdoor team? How many are on Utopic, uh, Airdall, and all that stuff? So, uh,
0: so Utopic is literally just me. Okay. Uh, so I'm even going to be like, I'll be a solo GP for. Uh, Utopic Ventures. I might eventually get like venture partners and stuff around me, but uh, right now it's truly me. Uh, Airdall, we've got a three-person board, uh, and then just like a whole bunch of volunteers, and like the board's unpaid too, so it's just like a whole volunteer association. Very cool. Um, And then uh, and then Lab there's like you know just like twelve people full time that are like kind of working on it, and then like we kind of pull people in like on the fly, so it's like Mm -hmm. a pretty. uh, a pretty light operation, actually. It's yeah. all remote still. We actually were, like, we went a remote a couple years earlier than COVID. Nice, nice. Um, we'd always had a Brazil office because my co-founders are Brazilian. Mm. Uh, and so we always did engineering in Brazil. And the rest of the team is kind of, like, spread out in the U.S. Very cool. Um,
1: yeah. uh, wait, so what, um... I'll oh, ask my question. What, uh... Dang it. Oh, so I'm always, I'm always curious. Like, you have, like, the Jack Dorsey's of the world that for a time was running CEO of both Twitter and Square, which is, like, absolutely yeah. insane to me. Um, how do you divide your time? Are you like Mondays, I am Labdoor, and then Tuesday through Friday, I'm Airdal and Utopia? Like, how do you divide your time?
0: So I did, uh, for the longest time I had Wednesdays were always all days okay. um, for the last two years. Uh, I've mostly split it, and I, it's now really with Labdoor. I can get a lot done on kind of a couple Monday meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I probably, I'm, and it's just really talking to the, the, my co mm-hmm. Uh And everything else pretty much, like, by email. Um, so it might be you know like 5 hours a week on labd or 1 hour a week on all and then the rest is now on like
1: on Utopic on you know doing what's next mm-hmm. getting the fund ready. Okay, very cool. And um wh- where do you see Utopic going in the next year? Like do you see yourself like making your first angel check or you see like the VC fund still kind of like establishing itself? Like where do you see that?
0: Yes, yeah, so I want to do the first 10 100k checks next year. Okay. Um, I don't know if it'll necessarily be in a cohort. I'd love to like mm-hmm. so. At, at at a minimum next year, I have to like get those ten founders, those like the, those ten companies together. Yeah. Okay. Uh, live, but. What I'd love to then do is like get a much like a like one bigger event where I can get you know hundred plus people. I'd like to do it in Michigan in
1: the summer. Actually, that'd like, be cool. Yeah. I would love to go, dude. That'd be yeah. fun. Yeah. I mean, I um, I've never been to Michigan, uh, yeah. but that'd be that'd be super cool. I mean, I I'm not, I just invited myself. Yeah, yeah. Like... You're, co- you're coming. You're coming. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, I would love to come. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, of <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, so yeah, I'm
0: so, so I think those are if I got those two things done, like mm-hmm. my like first ten venture checks out um, and my first event in the summer, uh, like would feel great about it next year.
1: That's awesome, man. Um, and I guess kind of like final thoughts, like any, anything that like anyone in the audience can kind of like, you know, support you with, or like maybe you're hiring for something like what, what do you, what would you like leave the audience? Yeah, I think if there's, if
0: there's any sort of scientists who are doing the, like trying to solve the world's biggest problems, so, like if you're trying to solve the world's biggest problems, uh, I'm writing the book in public. So it's just, it's worldbiggestproblems. problems.com.
1: Pipe dream guys, right here. You need yeah, to yeah. Talk, you need to talk to these guys. Yeah, right, need to right, talk right. to these guys. Like <laughs> these guys should be on the list. That's like I- it's
0: also like in very in many ways too, because it's like in also like it's a deep tech type investment, mm-hmm. right? Which yeah. is like also very much my space. Seed seed type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, should so we're in the right place right now. Um, yeah, yeah. There you, there you go. Um, I love I love walking to a building and seeing the like the cnc material you know, yeah, like that's exactly. like a good, it's a good sign when you see all the like machinery exactly exactly yeah. uh, and so that's cool so it's like if i can get deeper into that i think that'd mm-hmm. be really helpful um and so it's like anyone who's trying to invent those types of ideas if you think you're like you have an idea that should be on the world's biggest problems go to worldsbiggestproblems.com mm-hmm. read that like tell me what's on the list uh and if you like if it's ready like if you need that first 100k check like ask me now or, like i want
1: to be like january writing first checks so cool man okay well I'm excited. I got like three intros to make. I'm like thinking about all these people. So um, it was awesome to have you. So great to meet you in person after all these years. And uh, that's why we strive. That's it. There we go. Good stuff, man. I wanted to thank you for watching this entire episode of Why We Strive. Be sure you head to whywestrive.com and subscribe so every Tuesday you can see incredible interviews with some of the best tech founders, investors, and creatives in the industry. Have an amazing day. And don't forget to keep striving.